Big time. All right, we're live. Hit the shits. She's back in studio. You weren't here. Were you not here last week? Was it a pre-recorded one? I can't remember. Or no, you were here last week. You weren't here the week before. I forget. I get the days mixed up. But what's going on, guys? We're, we're here again. It's the Detox Podcast. Actually, the 132nd episode. Uh, thirty. Yeah, 36. My bad. 136th episode of the Detox Podcast. And I'm your host, Darren Rita. Feel free to connect with me at any of the links down below. If you're new here, do consider subscribing. Uh, if you enjoy music, podcasts, or comedy. Plus, we got hooping videos, too, a whole lot of that. We actually just put out a vlog, comedy vlog, uh, where we went to check out POW Entertainment's wrestling, pro wrestling. Crazy stuff, ton of fun. Uh, check that video out if you get a chance to. But when you guys do subscribe or like the video, it really helps us share conversations and videos like that with more people. So, uh, like I said, if you're interested, please do consider subscribing. And I've actually, speaking of uh, subscribing, I've got a guy here today who is uh, hosting his own podcast that hopefully we can get you guys, convince you guys to subscribe to by the time we're done today. But before I can introduce you guys to him, got to talk to you guys a little bit about car insurance. These days, it seems as if we're able to do more and more from home. So while you're at home, why aren't you saving money on your car insurance? Your hometown agency, Kenosha Auto Insurance, specialized for years in simple, hassle-free car insurance using the latest in touch-free technology to help you and your family get the best rates. So what are you waiting for, dude? Give him a call today, 262-448-4141. It's 262-448-4141. The website's KenoshaINS.com. One last time, it's 262-448-4141. It's linked down below. It's on the screen right now. Give them a call. Tell them, D-Rita, Detox sent you. The worst that can happen is you will get the best rates. Now, with all that fun stuff out of the way, I'm pumped to be kicking it with my guest this week. He is a... He is, he's been on the show already once. He's a hunter. He's a fisherman, all-around outdoorsman, and he's recently become the host of his own podcast one batch two batch outdoors let's give a wet welcome back to blake davis how are you my guy pause for effect oh it did, oh, it did play it played in her headphones i forgot it's not on the speaker there <laughs> we go that's yeah. a big uh big chance since last time was on the yeah we had to do a manual one we did know? yeah now there's <laughs> now there's sound effects now there's a theme song we got the big lights and everything man how you been though good it's been absolutely really good it's been 70 weeks we we're talking about that before we went live that's Long a ridiculous time. amount of time yeah it's uh over a year and we've been doing stuff behind the scenes a little bit getting your podcast off mm -hmm. the ground and stuff like that um, but it's good to it's good to finally have you back and, and do it yeah. properly here over on the detox uh, podcast. Um, last time it was crazy too as I was watching some of it back today. We didn't even know each other Not when you really. were on the show. That was the first time we met in person, mm -hmm. um, which is hilarious <laughs> if you actually think about it. We well, had a pretty good conversation, I think. Well, yeah, because last time I mean I knew who you were because my brother was working. Yeah, with you. but like to be on, cause I remember he was like. Uh, Dude, do you want to be on the podcast? Like, you just kind of reach out to him. It's like, yeah, I'll, you know, just mention it something to him. I never thought I'd be on. And I was like, honored to be on your on the podcast. I appreciate that. I'm even more honored to be back here again today. I, it's, <laughs> you know, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that 100%. But yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy when I was watching some of it back. I'm like, wow, dude, I know I say this and I tell people all the time that sometimes when I sit down with people on detox, it is the first time I've literally sat down with them. But it was just funny in the case of, of yourself because it's like literally the guy who's sitting <laughs> off camera is like one of my best buds yeah. and like 
we see each other all the time and it was like i'm finally meeting his brother this time um and i thought we, we had a good conversation we talked about hunting we talked about you maybe wanting to start your own podcast which you now have yeah thanks will, to you we, th- have, thanks to yourself you tell, me, too. you tell me everything i know well I don't, don't know give shit. me too much credit <laughs> don't give me too much credit you're getting there getting there um now before we get into the podcast and stuff like that um it, your new podcast and everything w- which we'll get to later um i i gotta say thank you for coming back especially short notice today yeah. was i had a cancellation guy was supposed to do a pre-recorded one yesterday um your brother was actually here gonna help me do the show yeah, yeah he's um, always around you exactly like a leech. he he's <laughs> <laughs> he is a leech a little bit it's tight no he was actually helping me out a lot yesterday but um you know you actually right now don't have a ton of stuff going on right the second right because construction's mm. a little bit slower right now yeah. this time of year and I'm curious because a lot of people, obviously, in this area, as well as Beloit, Janesville, everywhere here in the Midwest, this time of year, guys that do construction, what are they doing? What are you doing? Well, it kind of depends. Like, we do also, in the, in the wintertime, like, we plow snow for uh, some businesses. Like, if there's no snow in fall, and, you know, th- it depends. Like, um, this is honestly, out of six years, like, second time I've ever been laid off in the winter time and and luckily it hasn't been like last year was like a month this year they're saying you know maybe a month maybe less so i mean with construction um it just kind of goes by the season obviously summertime nice weather with, yeah i mean rain sometimes will stop in the summertime too but uh generally the winter time depends on how cold it is and obviously in wisconsin like upper midwest you know minnesota michigan where temperatures dip below you know freezing pretty yeah pretty you know Pretty, is it pretty fast and stay stay freezing for a long time uh it just kind of it's sometimes it's you got to play with the weather i mean there's only so many things you can control mother nature is you can't control her and she will win. does what she wants oh, yeah. yeah i'm curious is it more so like why what is the the like bigger reason is it safety reasons of mostly why you guys don't with like how ice and things like that and snow or is it more literally the temperature we can't dig certain things and, and stuff like that like what is well the for me because i'm heavy equipment operator to run mm-hmm. machines at temperatures like that is really hard on the machines you're making mm-hmm. them i mean obviously the, the ground is not suitable to dig in it it's it's hard to try to you know put stone down and compact it just doesn't compact right because it is so cold yeah um but also you know with the hydraulics running the machine like they it's hard to keep them at a, a good running temperature and a lot of machines now have def so like you can't just um let them idle too long either because it's bad for the engine so it's just there's a lot of things that with machines particularly was which i know more of yeah um, it, it's harder to run them in colder weather so you just kind of have to play with again with like mother nature do the best you can yeah and obviously if you're out being in a machine you're not outside too often but um when you're outside and it's cold like you can only dress so much to the point where it's just it's not safety it's not safe to do it one too i i think like this is in my personal experience and maybe you know of some gloves that are up to to snuff but i feel like most glove like even if you have really high-end gloves dude like the nicer gloves that aren't going to make your hands freeze, mm-hmm. you can't have the same mobility that you might need doing no. operating the machines you're operating, or even if you're just using hand tools, stuff like that. So like it, I could see it a lot of yeah, I could see a lot of issues that you're running into like in this kind of weather. See, I tend to wear gloves that I know like fit comfortably, where I can still have good mobility in my fingers, and like I can grab stuff or do whatever I need to. And if I get cold, just put them in my armpits. I was going to say, yeah. But as it gets colder, you have to get thicker gloves, and well, those the, thicker gloves the thicker don't gloves do shit. I have, like, they're thick, but, like, when, every time I put them on, because they have, like, wool inside the ones I have and just the material inside the glove to keep your hands warm, mm-hmm. when they get wet, 
from your hands sweating. Yeah. It, like, makes it, I don't know, when I put put them on, it just feels cold and damp. It's like, this, I don't even want to wear this because it, it doesn't do the effect I need it to do. Yeah, it's, it's literally warm. getting wet from the sweat, and then that sweat is then freezing, and mm-hmm. now it's colder in my glove. Yeah, no, that's. Makes the glove useless at that point. Not fun at all. I, I can imagine that being a big hassle. So you guys get the time off right now this time mm. of year, some you know, sporadically. When you do, how is that like a, do they call like just you individually individually or is it like uh you know some sort of email type thing how does it work when you get the get the news uh, it just depends like you'll get a phone call or like hey you know you kind of sometimes you can kind of sense it too with how it works going but do they tell you like yo you're gonna be good for a month or is it like hey we're gonna play it by ear like if you're off the week or something kinda, like that you know it depends like if you it, you know and that's to me like they just tell me what to do and i just i do what they tell me to do so sometimes like they they'll know like hey for sure we got stuff coming up here Sometimes it's by ear. Sometimes it's just because of the weather. So, like, if the weather's going to snap, you know, like, we had a couple of days in a row where it was negative 20. Like, all right, we're not working in this weather. Yeah, but fuck that. Starting Monday, it's going to be back up in the 30s. Like, all right, we're going to go back to work because it's going to be a little bit a little bit more warmer than negative 20. Yeah, yeah. So it just kind of – Two degrees. Two yeah. degrees. We'll, we'll be out there. <laughs> hey, as long as the sun's out and there's no wind, it That's feels – That's fair. Like, today was, like, 18, 20 degrees, yeah. but it felt pretty warm. Dude, same thing with yesterday. People that aren't from Wisconsin, too, they'll think, they we're, get it. They'll think we're fucking crazy. <laughs> I was actually on a call um, this week with uh, my buddy. He's We're writing a, a show together, and he lives in California. And um, I was like, I think I was on a call with him and I went inside the subway and I was like freezing. And I was telling him, I'm like, God, it's so fucking cold out oh. here. And he's like, oh, what's the temperature out there? And I'm like, uh, four. <laughs> and he's like, four degrees? And I'm like, yes, four degrees Fahrenheit, Just dude. Four. And he's like, oh, shit. And he's like, because he wants to come visit Wisconsin. I'm like, bro, I don't know. Your, your blood might freeze. Not this, not this time of the year. Yeah. Like my grand, like my grandparents, you know, after cri- the day after Christmas, they go down to Florida for the winter time. Oh, a yeah. bunch of like snowbirds, you know. So I'll, I'll call them every so often just to keep, you know, keep in touch. And like, yeah, it's like it's a cold 50 degrees. I'm like, yeah, well, it's five degrees. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. I don't want to hear you complain about the cold down yeah. there. 50, 50 would be nice right Oh, it's about cold now. and 50 and it's raining. I'm like, I don't want to talk to you anymore. It's, tw- it's two degrees up here and it's 30 mile per hour winds. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the crazy thing, too, about Wisconsin. It'll be like. 10 degrees but sunny out no wind and i'll be like i could wear shorts not today bad, not <laughs> I, can, too bad. I can go out with a, I'll wear a slides jacket. the gym yeah exactly. <laughs> i'll wear slides to the gym that's perfect but so this time of year you guys get uh some time off if you're in construction you know you're gonna whether it's sporadically or you get a whole month when you have that downtime what do you do for for fun or to entertain yourself because you're not well, working well this year my buddies are doing a sunroom so like we had that to fall back on so i just started hanging drywall for him so I mean it's so, cuz I have an um a sunroom is that like a like a patio type room where it's well, like a sunroom is like a th- you know like a three seasonal room like, okay, yes, like yeah. you know off the house a little bit oops there off the house a little bit you know you got like you know a screen in here you know okay, so he's yeah. he was remodeling that and uh I was like, he's like, do you know anyone that can drywall? I was like, yeah, I can do that. Really? <laughs> he's like, do you know how to mud? He's like, yeah, I know how to mud. Because it's one of those drywall is one of those jobs where like everyone knows someone who needs it done, and you know, I'm like, he's like, what do you want me to pay? I'm like, pizza. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm, as long as we're cool, like you're my buddy or family, like I'll take care of you. You know, yeah. don't worry about it. Just give me a case of beer and a steak or something. You know, like that's that sounds like a labor, deal. You know, fair trade. Yeah. Fair trade, so I we've think. been, I've been helping my buddy do that. You know, from work. You know, do some drywall and start mudding up tomorrow, and then um. And then he, some Fortnite. Uh, I haven't really. I wanted. To, I've been so playing the show, like the show. Oh, MLB. Yeah, MLB. Okay. Like I created my character. I was 18 years old, nice. and now I'm 38 in the game. And Jesus Christ! I'm at the end of my. I'm at the end of my career. Yeah. Do you, do you simulate a lot of the games? Nope. Are you playing? All? I play oh, you, every game. Jesus Dude, I just, Christ, I go hard. bro! That's it's, a lot of games. So I got it in what uh, 2019. I got the game, and it's three years later. 
Okay. So it's been a three years. Though. Oh, so you're playing the same MLB game though that you've been yeah. playing for three. Okay, that's. So I thought you just started playing when you just now got laid off. I'm like, Jesus <laughs> no, Christ, bro! That's Fuck nuts. <laughs> like you just you aged 20 years in this game. You didn't. Isn't a baseball season like a hundred some games? Yeah. I'd be like, Jesus. Yeah, it's been Fuck. three years, but yeah, I'm okay. 38. To, I'm 38 in that game and uh, won six World Series. I've been uh, MVP every single year. I mean, I, just, <laughs> dude, I got a lot of accolades in my that's name. Fair. Yeah, I'm, I'm big time. No big deal. Yeah, yeah. First ballot Hall of Fame. I'm the guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm the guy, but so yeah, I've been you know playing some of that, and um, my buddy today that who I'm helping do a sunroom, uh, we go to the same church, and he's like, so you wanna because they want they want to remodel a little bit of the stage, and he's like, you want to start doing that tomorrow? I was like, yeah, I'll do that tomorrow. It's fine, you know. So I got you know just trying to keep busy doing things around the house, you know. I got to put a doorknob in. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Work out. So like that's kind of the. That's good too. You get some more free time to mm-hmm. get the fitness routine back on track. Well, what's you know? hard is because like I was working out after work every day, because you're working, you're not really eating as much, and like you can monitor what you eat. Now I'm at home laying around. It's like, yeah, hmm, that sounds good. Uh, cake batter and popcorn. You know, oh, yeah. so it's hard to get, have. A, it's you can have more time to work out, but you have so much more time to eat junk food and more time and, to make mistakes. Too. Yes, definitely a lot of mistakes. Yeah, no, that's definitely fair. That's something for myself too. I know, like when I'm if I'm working a lot in a week, it's definitely tough to be like, okay, I gotta stay. I gotta stay on this fitness shit. I yeah. gotta make sure. I mean, for me, dude, it's tough. I don't eat enough, so like I'll just like. I wish I had that problem. Well, I see my problem is I just like won't eat breakfast or I won't or I or I won't eat lunch or like I just like miss one meal. So I'll eat Mm. like twice a day or once in a day and not good. I can eat a whole lot of food, especially in one sitting. Like I can eat a lot. I'm a slow eater for whatever reason, but I can eat a lot of fucking food. Um, But I just forget to like if I'm working or even if I'm like if I'm doing stuff for clients like for my business and I'm doing a bunch of shit, I'll forget or like we'll be doing a music video. I fucking forget to eat. I'm like, mm. like I'm just my adrenaline's just going, and I just forget that I'm supposed well, that's to consume That's just a grind food. effort. I, a little bit, yeah. I think what was the story of like Fifty Cent when he was doing, um, he was doing an album or something like that. He like worked like all like four days straight without eating and oh, just like God. put in the works. Like that's just, that's the yeah. level you're on, man. People don't recognize you're on that level. Yeah, well we're tr- we're trying, man. It's it's definitely like you get to the end of the day. I remember the last music video we did, and it was like I ended up ordering food for all the guys like in the crew that were helping out. Um, and I only ended up getting like two pieces of pizza. We ordered like some Domino's or something. But I remember like taking the first bite and being like, like my mouth and like face was like confused. It's like, oh, this is what food is. Oh, this is, oh, yeah. Okay. And I it, remember. And it, it's not like I was the only guy who was stressed out too. Everybody else was stressed the whole day too. I, uh, like half the guys were fucking chain smoking cigarettes the whole day because <laughs> we're just trying to get these fucking shots. Just the They're just like. It, it was it was off it was awesome but terrible at the same time um but so okay so you've got more free time now with con- you know it being winter and you're, you're doing construction and whatnot um that free time has led you to this podcast today and we're yeah. going to be recording a new episode of your show as well um now people that don't know uh for people that aren't really sure what the show is or that i'm mentioning this guy as a podcast like who the fuck is this guy maybe they didn't see the first time you were on the show um What's the podcast? What What is the podcast that you host? The podcast is One Batch, Two Batch Outdoors. And so I've always had a love for the outdoors, whether it was fishing, hunting, you know. I mean, I've hiked a little bit. Just anything outdoors I just enjoy just because it's, nature's beautiful and however you want to use it. I, you know, if you want to camp, you want to kayak, you know, I just, I want to promote, you know, taking care of our environment around us. So however you want to use it and enjoy it, you know, let's take care of it and then, um obviously during hunting season we had uh two podcasts about mm-hmm. hunting um just kind of give some tips that i've learned you know because i'm i'm 
I've hunted for a long time, but you know. How long has it been though? I think we might have um, talked about it last time you were on the show. But when I first went out, my first time ever, I think I was twelve or thirteen. So ten. 10, 11 years now. You got a decade under your belt. I got a decade, but there's, you know, guys that have hunted for 50, 60 years. And it's like your knowledge will never compare to what I know. And I feel like I know quite a bit from my age, but I'm still, there's so much more to learn and things always evolve, whether it's, you know, your gear, you know, animals evolve over time too. So yeah, I just kind of try to teach people who are new to hunting, trying to get into hunting, you know, tips and tricks that might make their transition easier make, maybe have more success or, you know, I define success in hunting. Like, I go out and find a tree to sit in and I see deer it's like well that's successful because I mean I went and I was in the deer's home and I got to see them do their do their thing so I would say that's successful to me yeah so the podcast is you know during hunting season we always talk about hunting yeah um crank tv Chris yep he had it we on your podcast uh, crank tv he was on detox you guys might remember him from like I think I don't remember exact number it's like around Christmas time yeah so it was, it like, was hundred something yeah he was on um, early hundreds yeah mid hundreds Mid hundred, crazy that that's even. Thank you guys, by the way. Bra- let me break the episode real quick to just say thank you guys for letting me host this show for 136 weeks. It's crazy, but but uh yeah no. So Crank TV is gonna yep. be coming on to talk. So, and I t- and I remember watching. I was like, man, that's you know, cause you know, I mean, it, you, I've had every podcast episode I've done so far. It's just just been me talking, which you know, it's kind of tough when you're new to it and learning mm-hmm. that way. I was like, man, it'd be cool to have a guest on. Obviously, I've never ice fished. Mm-hmm. I've, you know, I so I was watching the one to crank TV, and you're like, you're talking about my show, saying I hate ice fishing. I don't yeah. hate it. I've just never done okay. it. So I was okay. like, no, that's my one beef I had. And okay, I like, that's I don't fair. Don't hate it. I just never don't hate it. Just never done it, and like never was, had a, a desire to do. Well, it, I love I eating fish. I just to me, it's like scared to be like on the ice. Like, what if I fall through? I don't want it. Dude, think about it. Not we, worth it. <laughs> we were just talking too. I mean, you're a construction guy. When it gets too fucking cold, they let you guys go home. Oh, so, like, so like, why would you want to, in your free time, go be fucking cold? See, you like, know? what people don't understand, like, they'll hit me up, like, so I work out in outside all year round, right? Yeah. Summertime, it's 90 degrees. I'm outside all, all five days of the week, six days if we're working, six days, whatever we work. Like, I'm outside. And then you have people on the weekends, like, hey, you want to go canoeing or kayaking? It's like, no, I want to sit in the AC and yeah. be outside. Because some people like you know they want to go outside and enjoy the weather because they're inside work. And I'm like, I'm outside work and I'm out here yeah. five days a week. You're enjoying nature. Yeah, you know, I don't already need to be outside on the weekends. Same thing in the wintertime. I work outside; it's cold. Mm-hmm. So on the weekends off, I want to sit inside next to a candle. Yeah. you know, be in my be in my blankets and shit, and just be warm. Like so, I've never really wanted ice fish because of the cold. Yeah, I don't want to fall in. It's to me. I yeah. love eating fish. It ain't worth dying over. No, it's yeah, not. I've almost yeah. died hunting before. I don't need to do that for yeah. fish. You know what's crazy about falling in? There was um this story. Actually, I think it was like the anniversary of it. it was like a couple of days ago, or maybe it was yesterday. Uh, in Lake Geneva, there was like twenty or so cars that all fell in the ice. Yeah, like oh, I think it was like five or six years that? ago. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and it's stupid, dude. Well, <laughs> these are like these are like rich people like parking on the fucking lake, like because they didn't want to pay for parking. Yeah, and, and I actually don't even think Lake Geneva charges for parking during the winter. I think maybe select spots do. Mm. These people all parked on the lake, like thinking they were like getting away that. with some shit. And yeah, dude, they all just went right in. That's some scary. I could not imagine like watching my like fucking 2000 at the time i think it was like 2016 2017 i could not imagine watching my brand new jeep like fall in there go was there was lake. brand new trucks jeeps fucking nice car like yep. bro i don't think there's insurance <laughs> to cover stupidity on ice no i don't think so man and it cost a fuck ton of money for like the city of lake geneva to like pull to, them out yeah and then you, then you got to think because like obviously cars run on gas or you know or trucks or some even cars run on diesel or yeah. gasoline now that's in a lake, like now you have to think about 
the DNR obviously had to get involved to make sure the water wasn't polluted or anything that way for the yeah. wildlife species that were living in the lake. Like it's, it's not tough, worth man. it to me. You no, know? yeah. So there's there's a lot of things. I uh, from a I used to ice fish all the time with my dad when I was younger. Um, he would he him and his friends actually they like won a couple of ice fishing tournaments around here and me and my friends um we would go with because like our dads were going mm-hmm. and um we would we would just like play football and stuff and I hated like I was mentioning earlier fucking wearing gloves I just yep. hate the fact like I had shitty big fat gloves that you can't catch a football in like that, mittens. yeah so yeah. like <laughs> I just like I would take them off because I wanted to be good while we were playing football on the ice. And I'm I'm pl- I'm playing like a fucking all star. I'm you know rushing for all these touchdowns, catching everything. <laughs> a couple hours go by, my fucking hand, my, I can't feel it. I can't feel. I think it was, I can't remember. I think it was my right hand, and I just couldn't feel it at all. And I'm like, okay, this is not good. I'm like, literally numb. like, I'm, and it's completely numb. It's like pink, and just start getting scared. And <laughs> there's like this like thin like starts like developing this like thin like. Uh, from like the sweat and I guess like wetness of like the, the uh, snow on the ice and everything I'm touching, it starts freezing on the outside of my hand too. So I'm getting like this like thin layer of ice because it was so fucking cold that day. So we go, we ended up walking back. Me and my friend walked back to uh, her house, and her mom like had me like putting my hand under water for like hours, and I was just crying like a bitch. It hurt so bad. I had such bad frostbite my whole fucking hand. Um, and that was the last time I went ice fishing. Adam, but, that's the so, way to ruin it. Yeah, it does. It, there's there's fun parts of it where it's like when somebody has like a, a cool shanty and like we're we're we would my dad owned a pizza place at the time so we'd bring pizza out there and like we had like lanterns we'd like reheat the pizza on and shit so <laughs> like part of it was fun but at the same time it's like man it would be a lot nicer if it was just like warm out and i yeah. could just like eat the pizza at home and then get on a boat and then come out here yeah, and, and just <laughs> like do the same thing as comfortably yeah but um you know i guess there's like that element of like i'm just there's a chance i could die so that makes it fun i think it's it's like a very stupid primal thing but people enjoy it and i can't lie it was fun when i was younger See, until never, i hurt myself i never done it so i was talking to chris and he's like uh what are you doing tomorrow i was like i don't know he's like you want to go ice fishing like oh, i'll let you know <laughs> <laughs> shit dude yeah no it, I, so it'd, be, it'd be a lot of because obviously you know because i've never done it, so i don't know much about it and obviously like with anything with like outdoors like hunting fishing ice fishing you know uh i have another buddy who's done a lot of rappelling in the winter which is kind of crazy what is it he does like repel, like he like you know when you repel off like a rock wall. No, what is is that? Oh, like jumping, like bungee jumping? No, bungee jumping. Like what do you repel? Like you put a rope around a tree and you slowly repel oh, okay. down. Oh, okay, yeah, like, yeah. He's been doing that in like abandoned quarries in the wintertime. Like, hey man, like uh, that seems kind of weird. He's That's... like, he's like, you want to go? He's like, I got tons of gear, and then he did like an overnight trip the other night, which is like. It was like fourteen degrees, twelve degrees. Dude, I'm t- so here's the thing, bro. It's with cr- with all this crazy. shit, bro. With that shit, <laughs> with ice fishing, and re- like when guys go out, like the first day, there's like a little bit of little thin sheet of ice on the lake. No, and people like it. Just is it? It's very much strikes me as some white people shit, bro. It's yep. like we just gotta create some conflict so <laughs> yeah. that like we can like feel like it. Joking, of course, but it is just like there's I don't know, man. It's insane to be it's fucking just, jumping a down a rock thing. quarry. Yeah, like that is like literally. I am everything in my life is too fine, so I'm gonna do that. Or I have some psychoticness underneath. Something like, part of my psyche is broken. Yeah, I gotta find a way to make this fun. Like I'm making something. It's I don't know, bro. It's I got no words for you guys. You guys are fucking crazy. I'm crazy too. I've, I've done those yeah. things, but not jump down a fucking rock quarry like that. No, that's, that's I was kind of interested. He's like, I got tons of you know second you know gear to do, and I was like, I'll let you know. <laughs> Get him on your podcast. I mean, that's an outdoorsy thing. That's a fucking crazy. Uh, so I, was, thing. I told him, I was like, hey man, you want to be on the podcast? He's like, yeah. And I was like, maybe I'll go with you, and then we can talk about. It. He's like, yeah, yeah absolutely. Get a little, up. get some footage of that. You guys can react yeah, to that. That'd be crazy. Yeah, it's, it's wild, and it's like all self-taught too. I'm like, 
even more <laughs> stretched like, out about that's it. That's some parkour shit, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah parkour. That's uh, that's uh, more than the office parkour. Parkour. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. That's fucking crazy. So, you, so you haven't ice fished before. For people that obviously know that that solid crank TV episode, Chris, he's a big ice fisherman. That's mm. what he does, uh, as well as other fishing and stuff like that. But he's a fisherman um, YouTuber, and he's going to be on the show, which will be really cool. And and you, like you said, I think the cool thing for like for me about your show is that you you take a you want to take this environmental element to it where it's like we're respecting everything yeah. you know like whether whether it's hunting whether it's fishing whether it's jumping off a fucking rock quarry eventually maybe you know we want to respect the environment that we're doing it mm-hmm. in i think that part's really cool and i think the fact too that you're kind of pivoting it to gear it more towards beginners is a smart move too because yeah. i think there's a lot of people that that definitely have questions especially i know someone like myself like i might not be into specifically hunting but if there's like something fishing or maybe maybe chris is going to convince me when he does your episode yeah. that i should try ice fishing again yeah. yeah um you know who knows so I, I think that part of it is really cool and i i admire that you're going to take that direction and i think for the couple episodes that are out right now people should definitely check out it's linked down below in the description right now um and i think people should definitely check it out but I, you kind of already covered the goal of the show. Um, yeah, I, I think w- it's um, not to cut you off, but so that's obviously what I'm geared toward. And you know, like maybe along the way too, if some people like I don't know why I don't agree with hunting or I don't understand hunting, like maybe my episodes won't convince them to go hunt, but maybe they can understand like the passion I have for it, and maybe hopefully they can see my passion through m- me talking. So like, and then maybe you don't ice fish. You know, I don't ice fish, but I understand it's. It's a totally different fun thing to do. Obviously, yeah. it's, some people, people find do it, it fun. Yeah, exactly. You do it for because it's not fun. You, you don't you don't do it because it's not fun. You do because you enjoy it and, you, and there's something about it. So, I don't really know ice fishing, but Chris does. So maybe he maybe I'll see through his passion. Like, um, yeah, maybe I'll give it a shot because obviously, it's fun for a reason. So I hope that's one thing for the podcast too is just because you don't fish or hunt or want hike or kayak, like maybe you want to give it a sh- chance and we'll give out locations that hey we hiked um devil's lake today or whatever it is you know like yeah. um get people interested in being outdoors because we only have one planet so that's true and i think the other thing too you mentioned um you know might not be specifically outdoor like you know fishing or hunting specifically that you would maybe enjoy but just i think the level of passion like you're saying and and sort of attention to detail where like even in the last episode you're talking about um you know different hunting apps you can use and the pros and cons and and ways to not you know spoil the whole episode guys go check it out um but you know giving like the attention to detail that you're paying regardless if someone is specifically wanting to do that thing they can take that and apply it to like you were talking specifically about hunting apps Mm -hmm. they can take those same things and be like okay well i really want to fish like i really want to fish that's what that's chris today exactly so they can they can take those same sort of things that that they're seeing okay well he he's trying to be an elite level hunter if i want to be an elite level at this thing what are some parallels that I could maybe take? And so mm-hmm. I think that part, I think that that's for everything in life. And I think more yeah. people should try to do that anyways, is see, uh, check out different things. Even if you're not specifically interested in that narrow field, there's uh, everything there's, is connected. There's a lot know? of ways you can take this guy's method for doing this and apply it to a completely like the hunting apps, like what I use them to hunt. Yeah. You could totally take that same thing and do it for fishing. Like I'm going to mark this lake. Yeah, because there's this log that I seen and I'm gonna mark it because it was hot that one day, or yeah. whatever it is. Like, I, there's a lot of different ways you can use the same shit we talk about for yeah. whatever. One of the two, the two, the other thing is like how you explain in the episode where, in your own opinion, you know, it might not be the most beneficial thing to live and die by this app and oh, what this yeah. tells you. And not only is that true in hunting, that should be true. That's in true life. in damn near everything, yeah. dude. It's literally like. 
just because you 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 post uh you know a, you're a photographer and you post this picture it doesn't get you know however many likes you were hoping it gets doesn't mean it's not, a good, mean it's not a good picture it might be a great picture maybe it just yeah. wasn't seen by the right person yet you know it's the same thing with like you know maybe there's not going to be a lot of guys at the gym today is what you're hearing but you pull up to the y and oh there is 10 guys here that there's some guys are new and that's why people didn't know people were coming now mm. i can play full pickup so yeah. there's stuff where I, I think you know there's some things you can take out of that show even if you're not specifically into hunting that it, that's really good um now we mentioned last time you were here 70 over 70 weeks ago over a year ago crazy to think about um last time you did mention that you were potentially writing a book or wanting to write a book yeah have you made any progress in doing that i know you're a busy guy so i haven't what's so hard about trying to write about yourself is you know it's like you ever give it like a self-review for yourself and it's so hard to think well i do this good or i, do, I could do better on this mm-hmm. so it's so hard to you know write about myself and it's still something i want to do and get done because it's about a um like depression anxiety and Actually, I was at um, talking to someone at work today about uh, suicide rates in construction, and it kind of hit me. It's like I never knew that was a thing, and if really? there's something we can do, like I want to be a part of it because you know I struggle. Well, what what do you remember the rates at all? Or I can't remember the rates. I just remember like here, like her saying, I was like, wow, like it just never would have thought that, you know. Yeah. But I was like, it hit me. So I was like, so I had a meeting with her today. I was like, if there's a program we can start or what, like, I want to be a part of it in any sh- way, shape, or form I can because it, it's, you know, true and dear to me for someone who, you know, I struggle, not every day anymore, but I, I still struggle, you know, with depression and, you know, suicidal thoughts. And um, it took a long, old, many, many years and hard work to get to the point where I can control a lot of it and mm-hmm. just some things I've been through that have affected me to think that way. So, like, writing the book, I just wanted to kind of cover on, you know, things I've been through, you know, because I think the biggest thing that I know I feel, and I think a lot of people who feel the same way I do, is the feeling of being alone. Like, I'm the only one who feels this way, you know, like, no one will ever understand how I feel. And, you know, so I, obviously, I was telling her that today, and I think, you know, it's um, about trying to write that book is, you know, it probably will never win an award, and I don't care. It's just more or less, you know, maybe some kid will read it that's, you know, suffering or struggling and similar to how I did or um, feels the how I did and have and still do. Um, maybe he'll find comfort or she, you know, or they. They yeah. they will find comfort in knowing that they're not alone, and there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. And it's hard, especially in that mindset. When you're down low, it's hard to think, there's an end. I'll get yeah. better. And it's in the moment, it's really tough. But just to have that will and that fight to, like, no, I'm going to push on and keep pushing, you know. And I'm not anywhere successful yet, you know. But from where I was to now, it's, I mean, well, night success and day. isn't Yeah, and success isn't necessarily, you know, anything, you know, status-wise or monetary-wise. You know, it could be just the fact that, like you're saying today, you're sitting here in front of me today yeah. not having those same thoughts right in this moment. You know, you're able, like you said, you're able to control That's how you them. want to measure success. Because if yeah. you uh, – what, what's the famous quote? I think it's from um, – is it Albert Einstein? If you judge a fish by how fast he can climb a tree, then he'll always feel like he's unsuccessful. Oh, yes. I've it's heard something, something like similar. It's something like yeah. that. It's like if you judge a – obviously a fish can't climb a tree. So, like, if you yeah. judge the fish's ability to climb a tree, then he'll always – Yeah, that's not like, what he's good at. That's no, what exactly. Good at. So, don't – that's – and I think that's a problem with the world today is we look at people on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, and it's like, well, I'm not there yet. It's like you don't understand – like, people like look at Joe Rogan. Like, yeah. in the podcasting world, like, he is – the guy because he has yeah. the most successful podcast and then you know people who started out the podcast you know i didn't but think well i'm gonna be like joe rogan's like you're not joe rogan and he's been doing it for like 10 12 uh, yeah, 11 10, years yeah, like something like that you don't just get there just overnight like it and still he also puts a lot of was work. like 
a fucking he was a TV host yeah. and a comedian. Well, he obviously and, had a yeah. better start out than like you or yeah. me would, but yeah, like yeah. he still put the effort and the grind into oh, doing course. the podcast. Yeah. So like, you know, I think comparing yourself to people, it, it, you're gonna never, you're never gonna be happy. I, fr- I I'm gonna butcher this quote too, but a comparison is the is how to rob yourself of of the present moment, mm-hmm. and so like. Uh, you know, comparing your how you are now to how someone else is now, they're at a different part in their journey than where you are. You know, they could be at their end or their middle, and you might still be in your beginning. And so. you walked completely different shoes and completely yeah. different paths. You know, it's completely so different life circumstances. All yeah. that. I'm curious too, McKen. Do you mind looking up the suicide rates for construction workers? That was kind of interesting um, topic. I wonder. So, why do you think specifically in construction that? You know, may, maybe there's this large percentage of people um, struggle See, with. It. I don't know. I don't, I have a hard time. St- maybe thinking like something to do with construction itself because obviously like construction didn't make me have those thoughts but i had them obviously growing up and what i did do you think it's more like maybe like the physical like laborers or do you think it's more in like higher ups i wonder see that's the thing about suicide that i've come to know when it comes like statistics like there's no age sex you know there's no certain number like yeah there's a a trend like it just kind of i think it's obviously well, like anything, like if someone commits suicide that works at McDonald's, like what's this McDonald's suicide rate? It's like, well, just because they work there, like it's obviously going to be like a, you yeah. know, accolade to them. So I don't think people like anything in construction itself yeah, makes people suicidal. But I think it's obviously, you know, people there's, who had. There's going to be some maybe pattern of like life, um, something else going on in their mm-hmm. life. You know, it's holistic. It's not just like, oh, I work construction, so now I want to yeah. off myself. Obviously, you know, they whatever. grew, they had a, you know, tra- tra- childhood or something like that. But yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I could see maybe, like, you know, I mean, accidents happen across the U.S., you know, in construction. and Maybe someone's seen something that just oh, scarred them up. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't I don't know. I just remember, you know, they saying that, and I was like, wow. And that's kind yeah. of, it's kind of interesting to think about. Yeah, it's definitely saddening, for sure. Yeah. You know, obviously, that's that's a heavy thing. Do you, do you have anything, or no? Is it? Um, it says that the, the second um, highest. Wow. It says it's the second high for people that can't hear. The second highest suicidal rate in all of all industries that's is beca- construction. I wonder if that's because um, it's maybe a very uh, highly worked industry. That's what I was thinking too. There's a so very like to not discredit any construction workers. I was just sitting across from one right yeah. now, but there's a lower barrier to entry. You know, you mm-hmm. don't necessarily. A lot of guys don't go to college. You don't have to go to college. Like you could just get into it right away. So maybe there's just more people no i think it's a very popular industry to be in and i wonder if it like links and also like obviously i run machines but there's carpenters there's drywallers there's flooring guys what are they considering is just construction yeah so i wonder if that you know factory workers i wonder if they consider that all into the same kind of lump sum you know so i mean i have no idea where the numbers come from i just remember hearing i was like wow like if there's something i can do to help yeah i want to do it well, yeah, no, that that's uh, it's in, it's scary to think about it, and, and like I said, it's saddening for sure that, to know that people are going through stuff like that. And y- you mentioned, you know, w- in wanting to write this book, that it's you'd gone through similar times in your life with, mm-hmm. with those thoughts and stuff, and you want to hopefully help somebody. Um, you know, I was curious, do you journal at all? Do you like daily journal? No, you should, I, you I um, pick it up. I did. Well, I wouldn't. So, my girlfriend got me uh, like a notebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would try to write, you know, like I would go to work and then like I would if I started to work at six, I was like sitting in my truck at five thirty. And mm-hmm. I would take that time to finish my coffee or my energy drink and then I would write my notebook like, you know, hey, we got today. You know, just like positive things like, Hey, today's gonna go good. Yeah. You know, we're gonna conquer this, we're gonna like this is a goal I have for the day or like whatever it is, like just to 
start off already on a good mental note because yeah, you know sometimes you wake up on the bat wrong side of the bed it's like well you don't want to start any day like that i don't care if i'm hunting like i don't want to start on a bad note hunting either did it know? help at all when you were doing that or? It, it definitely made you more conscious i mean things happen throughout the day i mean life life will be life you know yeah. so like you can't stop everything and not everything's in your control but it's you know trying to control what you can control and try to control how it, you let it affect you like some things you can't not stop from happening like yeah. all right, how do you how are you gonna respond to it yeah you that's, just, that's not that. just that's yeah. not just work that's life in general like how yeah. are you gonna let this thing someone cuts you off in traffic are you gonna like get pissed you're gonna be like yeah. deep breathe deep breathe you know just oh, yeah. I might don't, break get some shit. don't get I angry don't get angry i might break some shit if i'm a crank up metallic <laughs> and just go you know like, <laughs> yeah no i think it's just a general life for, you know rule in life is just how are you gonna let things you know affect you and like how are you gonna respond to them you yeah know? No, I think that's big. I mean, that's what I, there was a quote that one of my health teachers had in his room um, that was like, life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you respond or yeah. like 20 or 80. I forget the exact split, but it was something like that, yeah. which is true. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's really true because, you know, something, something that you couldn't control happened and then a lot of us self-destruct and I've done it. We've all done it. It's you like know? when you take a bad shot in basketball and you miss your three that you had wide open. Yeah. You made a guy break his ankles and you're just sitting yeah. there like, you know, doing the whole James Harden look and then take the shot and you miss. And it's like, are you going to let that, is that going to are, are you gonna, yeah, three shots or exactly. is that going to be just what that was? You can apply that to anything in life. Well, and that's, what's crazy, dude. So I, I, I missed uh, the shot on the steer. Yeah. Am I going to let that mentally? And it has mentally got me on the next shot. But yeah. It's, it's you play anything in life, you know. Well, that's what. So I, I, the reason I was asking if you journal at all too is because. So I've been, I, I've been talking a whole lot on the podcast about how I picked up journaling and reading, and um, I just finished the Seven Spiritual Laws for Success, um, and it's one of the things in the book was it, it really it put it in a much better way than I'm about to put it, but it is what it is, you know, yep. is basically and, but actually truly believing that in the moment and a a practice anybody who's listening can do and and you can try this in your regular life whether you're at work or whatever something happens to you that specifically annoys you just try it for that we'll we'll narrow focus not something you're supposed to do with everything good and bad but something that just do it for just like a day the things everything that annoys you somebody cuts you off in traffic maybe uh Ty, Ty fucking dumps your coffee out because he thought no one was drinking or whatever no when it comes to him it's him eating his food like a freaking baboon just okay so you, your brother's like, chewing, brother's chewing out loud while you're <laughs> yeah. trying to you're trying to watch the detox podcast yeah, exactly. you gotta crank the volume because yeah. ty's over there fucking chewing it like <laughs> that right every time something like that where like you would go the first reaction might be especially it, it something with me bro I, I got a temper i try to like hold it Same down here. so first reaction might be to just be annoyed right yeah. away and be like what the fuck is that no- why are you chewing like Dude, that right but, go, you know? but to literally tell yourself in your head it is what it is like that's just what he does he does that yeah. now it's not it's not great because you don't want to excuse people's terrible behavior you yeah, know if, if somebody's chewing with his mouth open right yeah. next to me like hopefully he, we can have a conversation one day and he can address that issue <laughs> but I, I tried this and i did this at work for for a few days and it actually like it was wild like how many times i caught myself like how quick i am to get annoyed and to allow things to piss me off where it's like and stuff that I'm that I'm passionate about and I care about like basketball like it's really hard to annoy me like while we're playing basketball like yeah, yeah, I, yeah like it, you could talk shit to me you can try to follow me. I just laugh at you like I yeah. I know where I'm at but when it comes to like myself and as I've, I've the last couple of years been you know having my own like inner struggles and stuff like that I found that um, I was getting really bad at being able to let I was letting a lot Let of things affect me you know yeah. and not being able to just be like 
it is what it is, dude. Yep. That person is that person. I can't change what like yeah. they think that about me. That's okay. Like I can't do anything about that. And that's something that I talked about yes last week too. Is like I definitely have cared too much about what other people think about me. Mm-hmm. And I think in not just in that, but literally with everything. If you just for a day think every time you're about to get annoyed or mad at something, just be like, that thing just happened. That is what it is. like it is what it is because it just happened. It yeah. does, I can let that moment just be that moment. Or I can let that linger and piss me off for the next 45 minutes. Right. And why would you do that? And that's the thing why I was mentioning journaling, um, especially for someone like yourself, too, with wanting to do a book and stuff. I think it would be cool because um, you can get a simple one. Like the one the one I have, dude, is like it literally it has uh, at the beginning of the day. First thing I do, it's a like morning and, and night one. So the first thing you do when so you wake up, it breaks it down in sections for you to. It's all the like compartmentalized. So it's like you wake up, you do a real quick. It, the morning one's like literally two minutes, not even, mm-hmm. which is nice because I'm always in a rush in the morning to get yeah. to where I gotta go, get to work and stuff like that. So get up, you put the date, you put. It's like, what do you couple of to dos, a couple of to dos that can wait. Mm-hmm. So you got what shit that you gotta do today, shit that you know you'd like to get to today, but it can wait. You got a couple things that you're excited about for today, a couple things you're stressed out about for today, and just putting it down. Like when you write those couple things down that you're stressed out about, it it forces you to be conscious of like of those things. And you start after a couple of days of getting in the routine of like, doing it. Was you're it like, worth it? Well, you're like, why why am I stressed out about this? Right. Like if maybe it's like you've got to call somebody that like you you might have like a pretty regular relationship, like you see them a lot, and you're like, why am I? You write it down like I'm stressed to call so and so, and after you do that, you're like, why am I stressed to call that person? Maybe their relationship isn't so positive. Yeah. Maybe maybe I don't need to be around that person all the time. Or, you know, maybe it's it's something else in your life. And you start asking questions where, like, kind of how you were mentioning earlier about, like, taking control and, and not worrying about those negative thoughts as much anymore. You start to, like, really get this consciousness of, like, the things that you do and think. Because that's, a th- like, your thoughts are just thoughts. It's not, like, you. And that's yeah. so hard for – and it was so hard for me to distinguish that that the things that I think up here are not 100%. Those are my thoughts. Mm-hmm. I am the whole being that you're seeing. I am the physical part of me. I am those thoughts. I'm every, my spirit. I'm all this shit. And so it was crazy to like start taking that approach to it. As I started writing these things down, um, a big, big goal of mine this year is to start saying no. Cause I feel I'm a people pleaser. I, I say, yeah. I'd say I greet away too many things and then I'm always stressed out. And then people close to me or myself end up getting hurt because I don't have time for, for myself or for those people learning where to stand your ground on certain things. So. Yeah. And I've been, and I've, so I've been, that's something again with, with journaling, I would realize like, Oh, I'm stressed to do this thing for this person today. And after writing that down a couple of times for a couple of days, mm-hmm. I'm like, why don't I just fucking tell them? <laughs> no, I can't do it. Like yeah. I just honestly can't. And don't then overload yourself. Then you're even yeah. more stressed on that. You have things to actually be stressed about. Exactly. Well, that, and so then I started doing that. And, and it, honestly, that's like one weight lifted off like my shoulders and off my chest. And so like, I, I think definitely if you get, I'll, I'll try and show you the journal I have because it's an easy one. Mm-hmm. I, like I needed something easy so that I could like <laughs> yeah, get into it. Beginner because, level. Yeah. Cause I'm not, this is the first time I've ever journaled that, but I've done mm-hmm. it for over two months now. Strong. Cool. So, it's almost like just helpful. being conscious of what you're doing too. Cause like yeah. sometimes like you, I know for me and you know, there's a lot of people that can be like, Oh yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> he's angry. You know, yeah. some things I just like naturally, that's just like, I just get angry. You know, yeah. it's like sometimes, but it's, and then it's over in five minutes. Like after the, after the facts, like, but now you got to deal with, and now you got to deal now with the repercussions. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh. I don't think about those things in the moment. So I'm really, I'm working really hard. Like my new year's resolution was one, to work on getting my anger to a sustainable place, getting a diet at a sustainable place, getting a workout in a sustainable place, mm. and then um, 
one thing I was talking to my pastor today about this. So like when things bad things happen to you, instead of saying like why God and blaming God, more like um, okay, what do you get? Because he's obviously doing something for you. So like when something he does something, he closes, when he closes the door for you, he's gonna open up the door for you again. Mm-hmm. So like when things bad when bad things happen, it's like instead of saying like why and blaming God, it's like all right, what do you got around the corner? Because something you're yeah, doing. Why something, do you want me to go this way instead of that? You're way, doing something yeah. for me. Like you're you're making me do this, and it's not fun right now. But obviously you're gonna do something later on that's gonna be like. That's why I went through this is because now I'm here and thanks to him, I'm here and he put yeah. me through this to appreciate this moment too. You might never have gotten that opportunity yeah. if, had you gone through that other door. And then yeah. one thing he told me to start doing too this year and it's also going to be, he's like, when things go wrong, thank him. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine that, like when things go wrong in your life, like you run out of gas, yeah. you have no money, you have like, no it's one's watching your podcast. Crazy that like, you say that, dude. I literally and, start thinking, thank you. And well, the thing is, and I think it starts off like you feel like a little bit of a psycho at first. Yeah. That's what, so I obviously I'm not like a super religious person, but for me, something very similar, like literally the exact same thing. I have found myself as the, like stupid shit that I would get pissed off about. Like I'm when I'm getting set up, I'm moving lights around. I'm, I'm like, fuck, I left left my other light in the other room and I'd walking back and forth a hundred steps and I'm getting mm. pissed off that I walk in here, forget something over there. At least you're getting steps in though. That's true. <laughs> but I, I just like something will happen that I'm like, I know I'll be mad about it. And I literally just start laughing. I'm just like, dude, you gotta be all right, man. That's <laughs> what we're doing. What we're doing. And yeah. I just like give a little, like I almost force myself to like do this little giggle, whatever. And it's <laughs> like right there. It's, it's kind of just like flipping and it's on its head. And yeah, yeah. it's, it's corny and yeah, it's like you're forcing it. But after you do, once you get the ball rolling, it's like anything in life, dude. It becomes like, a habit. Well, just yeah, because friction—it's static friction—is static friction is before it moves, correct? I, I'm trying to. Someone in my honors physics class will correct me. There's kinet, yeah, kinetic friction. Smart, so I can't static friction is always going to be higher than kinetic friction. So static, and I might have those backwards, but static it makes it, sense. Static, to, is to my understanding, static is when it's not moving. Whenever something is not moving, your the literal friction value is going to be higher then once it's already moving yeah. it literally ca- causes like you need less force to keep it moving yeah push a rock it's makes, the same it thing. makes sense the way you're saying it and it's the same well so hopefully i'm right and this it's the same thing with anything in life and that's why with journaling like i wanted to journal i wanted to read so there are all mm. these ways like you just have to get started and people will say that and they won't give you any tangible advice but i will give you a tiny piece whatever it is you want to do pick the most the dumbest down version, the smallest increment that you can do of that thing and just say, I'm going to do that every day. I do that every day. Mm-hmm. And no matter what, don't miss a day. And that will a million times like improve you. All of a sudden you'll be where two months in and I'm not fucking again, like we were talking success. Like it's not yeah. like we're some, we're not Joe Rogan and, no. and, and David Goggins talking here on the Fuck, podcast. I wish I was David Goggins. I, I wish to, to speak of, we talked about him last time you were on the show. Yeah. Um, I got his book, so his book is it's here. Have you read it yet? I have not. I'm right now. I'm in. I'm reading um, a book that was suggested to me by the guy I had on last week, and uh, he, it's the Book of Five Rings. It's a samurai. This old samurai's book. Um, been like translated for like fucking. Do we need to get into years. the Goggins book? It's like I'm saving the Goggins ones for the last one. I'm gonna read of this pile of books because I I did Atomic Habits, then Seven Spiritual Laws. Now we're doing Book of Five Rings. I got one more. Hey, we've been on the Aaron Rodgers book club or what? I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying to join. But I I want to <laughs> do Goggins is like the one I really want to read, and I got a, I have 48 Laws of Powers in there too, and that book is long as fuck. So like I'm gonna read that one last. Like Goggins is gonna be right after that one, yeah. so that it'll give me something to get me through that book. Because I'm yeah. sure the book is really great, 48 Laws of Power, from what I've heard. But 
I I really am excited about the Goggins one. So like I want to save that one to like so give me an incentive. Crazy is uh, like when I was in high school, I wanted to get you know I had interest in doing the military. Yeah. And they had um Marcus Latrose, who's the lone survivor. Yeah, yeah. Um, Chris Kyle, the American sniper. His you know he was deceased obviously, um but his wife Taya, um David Goggins, and there's a couple other guys who I'm forgetting. They did like this thing called the Patriots tour, and they went around the country and like. Just told their military service, like, one guy, instead of, like, just saying it, like, in a speech, like, he he was a singer, and, like, he just played songs, and That's that cool. were related to it. So, like, and so, like, during, okay, so, like, obviously, we kind of know Goggins. Let's say they were, they, I seen him in Milwaukee, and they were going, like, Philadelphia. Goggins ran city to city. That's awesome. So like they planned like with the dates. That's crazy. Because he ran city. Because that's David Goggins. Yeah. So like I heard his story in person, and then I you know forgot about it, and then I seen him on Rogue, and I was like, God, that guy's story sounds very familiar. Yeah. And I was like, I think I that is him because I, cool. I went back and looked at the pamphlet. And it is David Goggins. Yeah. And then he said he had a book. Like, well, I'm gonna read the book, and it's like go, I, I kind of knew his story, but reading his book more in depth than his story, it's like, you know. Like working out, like obviously, like, you know, you see people that are, you know, Tyler's lost a lot of weight, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm, you know, I'm trying to lose a little some myself. Like I hate when people say like that's just your body types. Like don't say that because David Goggins was 300 pounds and now he's yeah. like 165, just lean and mean. Like don't. Yeah. All he did was ran. Like that's all the dude did. Yeah. So, like, well, don't tell me that. Shit. It's like everybody does have a different body. Where that's where I will give people some credit when they say stuff like that. But when they're, if you're gonna use. Don't use it as a crutch to not put any work. Well, like if you're doing everything you hard. can. Like when you look at David Goggins to what he was now, it's like all the dudes ran and then pull ups, push. Like it's all he did. Yeah, no, like, it's ins- he's insane. You know who else is is uh, pretty inspiring actually? I've been following him for a long time for his music, and in the last like three years, he's become like this uh, similar to Goggins sort guru. of. Yeah, is Mike Posner. Yeah, um, he dude he he walked across all of America like four three or four years ago. Um, and then he he just climbed Mount Everest like last year or like <laughs> what is this a guy couple doing months ago. It? Obviously he's not making music no, anymore. Well, he, yeah, he <laughs> dropped the album like I think right before the walk or right after the walk, and yeah, since then he's been pretty busy fucking <laughs> yeah. keep staying alive and like you, well, I mean walking across well, you America. Think of Mike Posner, all I think is uh, I can't remember the song, but it's just the one where he's wearing, wearing sunglasses. Cool with me? Yes, that's yeah. it. That's the like, that's, that's the only thing one. I ever know. Or um, took a pill in Ibiza is his other like his. Yeah, that was his like. I love a lot of his like even the deep cut. Like I I like I listen to all his albums and he he's one of my favorite artists probably ever. He's yeah, I think he's very slept good. on. He's got a quite yeah. a quite a few stuff that I've heard. And it's like oh yeah, but I didn't know it was him until I looked like oh that's Mike Posner. He's changed his look a couple of times too. Yeah, where, like the sunglasses thing was like him. Then he was like a hippie for a while, like this like super long beard while mm-hmm. he was walking across America and shit. Like not he, he's Forrest Gump in it. Yeah, <laughs> it, so it was it was pretty crazy, but. But yeah, it's just cool when you see people. The reason I think people like Goggins and 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 Mike and people like that are are so inspirational is because like I was even listening to Mike talk about. It. He just went on Logan Paul's podcast and um, he was talking about how like when he did it, he was pretty nervous. Where like he posted about that he was mm-hmm. walking across America and like he has all these followers because he's a big musician and shit, and so people were gonna come find him and stuff on the walk. And he was like, dude, I don't know if I can like do this. Yeah. And when, so he said, and he was explaining this on their show that like he was, had his feet in the ocean. Um, cause you start on the East coast and you walk to the West, I guess is better. Cause you start like early, early spring, like mm-hmm. right as it starts to get warm so that you'll end before winter over, uh, in like California or wherever. And he said like, he, all he could do was like, all right, I'm just going to take this first step and then the next step. And it's like, yeah. it's the same thing for any process though. Like it's like mm-hmm. literally just find the smallest, most easy thing that you could like the easiest thing you can do of that thing you want to be podcaster okay maybe you don't have maybe you don't have a phone maybe you don't i'm gonna say you have nothing yeah you should start talking to the wall 
do mm-hmm. something, bro. Do something that like practices getting to that point. Or maybe if it's even if the first step for you is getting a job and saving ten dollars every week until you have enough money to get your one microphone yeah. and do an audio. You know, if it's a podcast that you want to do, mm-hmm. if it's music, you know, there's a different process. But for anything, fitness, just make sure you work out every day. Start by what do they say? Just a minimum of forty minutes a day of like yeah. good intense stuff. Dude, even if well, the thing is, dude, if there's like there are so many. If you just need to build the habit. Like, if you literally do not have, like, you don't think you have it in yourself to be consistent with working out. 21 days, three weeks to make anything a habit, good or bad. Well, and and the thing, well, honestly, dude, and so I read the Atomic Habits book on it, on habits and all this different, like, science into how you can make anything into a habit. Bro, just make it so, so fucking simple, so stupid that there's no way you can't do it and change your environment where you can't go about your day without being reminded that you're not doing it. Mm. And if it's working out, dude, 10 minutes, I, I literally am right now. I have not missed a workout in however many couple months. And some days I only have 10, 15 minutes and I'm like, okay, I'm doing abs. Then I'm doing yep. abs for 15 minutes straight, 10 minutes straight, whatever it is. I'm not missing a day and being diligent in that. That's you're going to have the days then where you get that full, great, you know, workout yeah. in, but to get there if you're if you're really really struggling because that's what dude i was in like a really dark place and i'm not saying i'm out of it in any any way Mm -hmm. shape or form but i have made some considerable strides and it's literally from like the habits that i've built recently strides feel good don't they they do well they're just general dude i so in the journal thing that i do there's literally like you put like your energy level and when i started it dude every day it was like i was like below a five i'm like circling like four three five max and I haven't like it's on a scale then one you to ten. At six and well, now like, I'm like mm. it's like a eight, nine, ten every day. I feel great, yeah. and I'm not even in the shape I want to be in yet. I'm not doing the things I want to do musically it's all or that anything. Mental space you're in. Yeah, it's just literally like okay, I know I'm, I know I'm casting votes for the me I want to be. Yeah. Even if I'm not that's that person yet. Yeah, and that that's from the book straight straight from that book, and that's it's literally what it is though. It's like if I'm, if you tell me you want to, you want to fish, you want to be a great fisherman, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you can't get out and fish right now, but there is something you can do right this moment to prove to yourself and cast a vote to prove that you want that future you to be a better fisherman. Kind of like the Matthew McConaughey speech. I'm yeah. chasing me in five years. Yeah. You know, but it's, exactly. it's all, but that, well, that works for him, and it's super cool to think about yeah. it that way. And he's got a really cool thing on YouTube. I don't know. If I want to read his book. I heard his book was actually pretty uh, does good. Does he have a book? It just came out. It's called Green Lights. Yeah, it came out like a couple months ago. I, th- and I think I did hear he was writing a book, and I didn't. Don't remember, but he's on YouTube. It's one of my favorite, like, go-to, like, motivate, like, crack a slump video amongst David Goggins' videos. But um, it's called The Thirteen Truths by Matthew McConaughey, and he just talks about like the thirteen truths of life that he's that he's experienced, and just kind of like, you know, I don't know if it's like it's gonna inspire you to go run a mile that minute, but like, it just the perspective of way you want to look at life is it's all about perspective. Yeah. That's a very cool video I would recommend yeah. to you and anyone watching. The that. 13 Rules? 13 Truths. 13 Truths. By Matthew McConaughey. It's like just YouTube Matthew McConaughey, 13 Truths. Yeah. And it's like a 40-minute video. Um, it's a graduation speech for the University of Texas okay. that he gave it at. Yeah. It's dope at it's dope as shit. No, it sounds it sounds cool. I, I'm I'm always you know I I feel like we get into this inspiring oh. shit whenever we sit yeah, down. Whenever and talk. We, yeah, whenever we do like my podcast and like we're yeah. sitting down afterwards like after we're done and no one filming just, we sit for like two hours just bullshitting about yeah. life. It get it, it gets like that. I always appreciate those conversations with you, man. And I hope people find some value in that. And if you are struggling with something, always feel free to reach out. You can you can always hit me up, and I'll gladly any advice I can give. As non perfect as I am. The opposite. That I, might I be the say. best thing. And I, I was thinking about that today. Is like, 
you know, having a PhD and a doctorate and knowing how to, in psychology, like, that's great and everything, but, like, you will relate to someone more who's been through shit, too. Yeah. You know, like, who has struggled, maybe not exactly, but you know they know they know what struggle's about. So, like, you can relate to that person more because they know what it's like to be at the fucking bottom. Well, it's it, and it's so, it's very interesting as, as people that we do, we gravitate towards, um, we gravitate toward personal experiences as mm-hmm. opposed to, like, someone literally could be an expert and could probably giving me the advice that I need. But I, I, but they're I, suffering. But I just might not need to hear. I might, they might not be the person I, I'm accepting it from. Right. And that's what I think. America is struggling with that in a lot of ways right now. With I think like the crazy, information. just like same kind of thing. Those like people will give you advice that you need, but they're struggling the same way you will, but won't take their own advice. Yeah. that's yeah. also another parallel too. It's like, well, it's crazy that, and it's just crazy too. Like I've had it. We've all had it where it's like maybe, maybe my brother tells me I, I need to do something mm-hmm. that I'm not doing, whatever, whatever, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah fuck you, whatever. Then you know, I, I, well, like shit. but then I'll, but it won't even, it won't even hit me yet. And then I'll, you know, maybe I'm with Ty or I'm with someone else and, and with a buddy, and they're like, "Man, I think maybe you should, you should take things that way." And then I think back to that other comment. I'm like, "Shit, yeah, he's onto something." Yeah, no, that was right. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't, I wasn't ready to hear it yet. And mm-hmm. it's the same thing with with other shit too, where it's like you might, you know, you might come across somebody over on YouTube or something, and and they're telling you something that you're upset, and you're at first you're upset, you're like. No, whatever. You turn the video off. Yeah, it might end up getting recommended to you again, like down the line. And you're like, you might need to see it a couple times, and all of a sudden you're like, shit, something's fuck. going on. Something's going on. Maybe yeah. I no, maybe I didn't. Well, need to at hear some that. point, like it, with inside yourself, you have to be ready and willing. Like you know, I've always kind of, I've always known God existed. You know, I always knew He was there. Just didn't know how, you know, how He worked within me. Mm-hmm. And I tried many different churches, and then my buddy at work, you know, he was like, "Do you come to my church?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And then I went. I'm just like. I had this like overwhelming feeling of like this is home like this this is where i'm supposed to be and i've been there ever since and it's just kind of it's crazy like i'll pray exactly and then i'm i'm getting my prayer answered exactly how i asked it to be prayed and it's like after so many times you're like this is no longer coincidence like this is actually god listening to me and that has like i think helped me in many ways of my looking at life and how i that's why like this year instead of blaming god like all right, what are you getting me ready for? Because there's some, yeah, know, it's a matter of perspective and just being, um, but being able that, but that's the thing is shifting the power back to yourself mm-hmm. to not. It's not that this thing, you know, in, in your case, it's not that God is making this thing happen to you. It's shifting the power to a place where it's like, okay, I have the ability to twist my perspective to now instead of blaming Him, yeah. I can be like okay what is this for this yeah. is for something so now, so now like, i'm and you should be ready i should be in a way grateful i imagine is what you're saying yeah again as a non-religious person i don't want to butcher you know what you're no, talking about but no, yeah i mean he definitely he has all the power and um now that i've seen him work and i've you know not that i've never not accepted him but now i finally see him working it's it it's completely different i think that's a very very real reason why i'm not so like I'll still be depressed here and there, but it doesn't last as long because like I know he's got me. Yeah, I know he, he's you know if he God is for you, who can be against you? You know. I think that's an awesome, and that's something too. Again, as somebody who's not particularly religious, I I think that's a the beauty of religion mm-hmm. is being able then to have See, something I'm, that you can. I'm not religious. I'm it's not. I was actually telling my pastor that today. I was like. There's religion, and that is man-made. Religion yeah. is man-made, right? You told us to your pastor? And he agreed with me because it's oh, true. Shit, it it's good. true. Because, like, religion, props re- to him, man. <laughs> religion, religion is man-made, and anything yeah. man-made can be corrupted, whether yeah. it's, you know, churches, government, which we see is very corrupted. <laughs> but God created faith. So, like, 
guy created it. Faith. Okay. I, faith. I like, I like that, that. I'm a man of faith. You yeah, know, that's fair. Because religion is man-made. That can, that's easily corrupted. But yeah. God said, you know, there's like however many God different created faith and yeah. everything God created, you know, and what he said in the book, like, you can't, he can't be broken. You know, mm-hmm. you can't defeat him. Yeah. Because he's the almighty. He's the most powerful. So, yeah. I'm fa- I'm faithful, you know. Okay. That's that's why I look at. That's why I like to worry, cause you know. Yeah. And that's that's the easiest way to explain. Is like religion's man-made. You can corrupt anything man-made. Yeah. I, well, I think I think it's a good way of looking at it. Shifting gears entirely. This All is right. the last thing we're going to get to today. I don't know if do you have you gotten into any crypto, any cryptocurrency? Nope. I'm not smart enough to do that. Shit. Okay. Well, thing is, you don't have to be this smart. You just got to be a scammer, and you can <laughs> rip off your fans. So, what we're gonna get to is actually this streamer, um, very popular, one of like the OGs in like Twitch streaming. I think he was like the first guy to do like IRL streams, which mm-hmm. is like where they walk around, where they're literally streaming. Just like he'll go to the mall and just start shit with people, and he's like streaming that live. Like they have like a, That's I don't awesome. know how they have a fucking Wi-Fi to be able to do that or service Hot to be able to do that. But yeah, around with yeah. So he would have like this camera crew and all these guys, and they would just do these live streams where he would do IRL streams. That's how he got big. Uh, apparently, he's pretty problematic history with like N word and and kind of some other racist. Jo- yeah, just some fucked up shit. And <laughs> he so he was a you know iffy guy to begin with. But apparently, this just came out. This guy named Coffeezilla who does a lot of like breakdowns and all the, the influencer crypto scams that are mm-hmm. going on. Um, did some re- ended up busting this guy. He pulled this scam. It's called a rug pull, where basically you make a coin or, uh, you know, whether it's like Dogecoin or something like that that you might mm-hmm. hear, you might have heard of. You create this coin that is a it is a coin. It is exists on the blockchain, I guess. Yeah. Um, and uh, you pump it to your fans where you're like, dude, I believe in this coin. I know this one's going to be huge. Like this is the next blah, 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 blah. And if you have a large following, what happens is, you know, hundred thousand kids or just turned 18 year old just have enough money to have a crypto wallet whatever all put their money invested to it so what happens to the stock of that crypto it goes way the fuck up and then the influencer yoinks all their money out once it's at its Mm -hmm. highest peak literally robbing all of their fans this is day trading is what it is basically right and so but this is like but this is controlling day trade this is you so this thing you're talking about like that's will stop and minimize the that rug pull shit so it's like him investing. pulling it he he literally he created this thing this is not like this isn't literally this isn't like apple like we me you we get a bunch of people to invest in apple and all of a sudden like the ceo like pull, if the ceo pulled out actually that would be kind of fucked up but it'd be crazy that, i don't even think i don't know how that works legally actually but but for this how i and how i understand that this works is you can create this new thing so it's basically created the stock i've created this coin that you know these crypto coins are supposed to be a uh, a different different money that we can use different yeah. sort of currency coin, currency we can use yeah, right yeah that's the word yes <laughs> exactly that's what i was looking for um and they have no intention of this actually competing with the dollar or anything like that like ethereum and and like the uh and bitcoin like these ones actually do compete with yeah. like the dollar like they're trying to do that I mean, who would have thought it would be like i heard a story about a guy who had like so many bitcoins like in 10 12 years ago bought the most oh. expensive domino's pizza or whatever it was and yeah like, now he's kicking himself because it's what it's actually worth. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, like the back then it was a joke. Who thought it would be what it is today? Which is insane. Mm-hmm. But so that's what these influencers sell their fans on, knowing damn well in three weeks they're going to pull all of the money that they've put and in. pocket that. And pocket all of their fans' money, right? So this guy did this. It was huge. It was a huge, big scam. If you guys haven't seen the CoffeeZilla video, you should watch it. It's crazy. It's just crazy the amount. And, and as someone who doesn't even really understand crypto, we, we joked about it last week on the show. 
don't understand crypto all that much. Yep. Don't understand NFTs all that much. Yeah, I've had I, it explained to I me don't on know the what show. NFTs are. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's a non fungible token. Is they'll, they'll say I know over what it and over. For, yeah, I don't exactly. Know how it works. That's what, every time you say I don't know what it is, they'll just fucking tell you what the acronym stands for, and you're like, great, bro. I, I still don't. See, yeah. my fifty year plan is like all these billionaires want to move to Mars, and the moon's like. You guys can go. I'll stay here. Yeah. Less population. This world would be a lot better place. So you guys can go ahead and move to this, you know, yeah. m- Mars and the moon. I don't give a yeah, shit. Take I'll, all I'll, the rest of the right. pieces of shit with you. Please. Yeah. Yeah. You guys can all go and have fun yeah. and die. But so, it, what? Uh, did you see that new movie on Netflix actually where they do that? Don't look up. Yeah. 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 It's just <laughs> hilarious. It's, it's a great. Uh, my, one of my buddies recommended it. I was kind of like skeptical because, like, I know this is going to be like uh, they're poking fun at, you know, politics. But it, and that's the thing. It, I don't get irritated or mad about because it it's it's subjective right yeah. it's if you can laugh at it then you know it's if it's funny it's funny exactly that's, that's it's, the thing. If, if something if a joke is funny opinions funny. about it it's like yeah just because you know they're you know obviously meryl streep in the movie is you know donald trump she's yeah it was what it was yeah celebrity it's, president it's yeah. funny as shit though yeah. it's but because it, it's it doesn't good make humor it not, yeah it doesn't make it not funny no yeah but so th- that's the thing with with these crypto scams and with this one specifically he ended up stealing like a around or over five hundred thousand dollars from That's his fans wild he gets busted by this guy well he still has the money like he has not liquidated like gotten rid of all of it yet like anything he still has the money he can give it back like right now he can give it back give it and back man this dude is like literally pleading with him like bro like i have the receipt like and the guy admits like yeah yeah i did it yeah it's fucked up whatever whatever mm-hmm. but at the end of the day i gotta look out for me and he's like bro but you can give it back right now and like not be a piece of shit and he yeah. literally just said no don't worry, Detox fans and one-batch, two-batch fans. You don't have to worry about this. Yeah, I'm not pumping any fucking crypto <laughs> no, coins. I think I have, uh, I think I have uh, eight followers, though. So, hey, yeah. you guys are fake. You guys yeah. are all right. Yeah. Don't worry about so it. It's, but it's crazy to think about. And so, like, I just, I don't know, just the idea of somebody being able to, especially, like, the people, when you're in social media um, specifically, like, your supporters are the only reason that you are worth shit. Yeah. You know? See, I think that's why I might my podcast is struggling because i got rid of all my socials yeah that will that make it tough to start yeah no it's totally hard because i i got rid of them two years ago and i was like kind of debating back and i was like man i don't know if i should get them back just to promote it but like because then i'm back on it and i don't want to be on it because i'm just off it for so long and i love like just mentally like it is so ter it's draining it's bad for you you know like you know girls will see you know the kardashians who are not that pretty at all like teenage girls will see them like that's what beauty is like that's not what beauty is you don't think the kardashians are pretty no not at all i hate all of them i blame <laughs> i blame the buffalo bills for the okay Kardashians. you ever hear that story like the no i haven't I, I feel like i've heard i've heard somebody throw that around but i don't know the, the like reasoning. the i think it goes loosely like the four falls of buffalo where they were in the afc championship or in the playoffs they kicked you know they missed four kicks to go to the super bowl or whatever jesus four time four years in a row where like they're gone 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 so it's kind of like the packers <laughs> but yeah. um yeah I was there. I know what the pain feels like, yeah. so I can joke about it. No yeah. one else can. <laughs> but like, so because they, fit, you know, they they had whatever they drafted, um, O.J. Simpson, because he was in New York, he met Nicole, and then he murdered her. Alleg- well, no, that right. was allegedly, uh, allegedly. He, yeah, the got glove, got the away. glove didn't fit. You know, yeah. and then because he allegedly murdered her, his wife and her lover. Robert Kardashian was the lawyer, made him famous, and then all of a sudden, you know, Chris Jenner married Bruce 
or now Caitlin, however you want to mm-hmm. go about that, tiptoeing around. But he made he, he pretty much OG, the Buffalo Bills and OJ made wow. the Kardashians famous. I, it loosely, crazy. I'm not word for word verbatim, but it's yeah. like the story that goes. Wow, I blame the Buffalo. That's Bills. connecting a lot of. Die. I had no idea. Fuck that's, you, Josh Allen. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to check that out after the show because that's <laughs> fucking insane. Isn't it, um, just the chain of events of how it all works yeah. out. Like it kind of lines. I think it's it lines up. It's that's how it crazy. And you wow. What, now we have just, to blame them. That's crazy. And now Kanye and Kim are, are fighting on yeah, social media. Yeah, my brother's like, did you hear about I, – I love how you asked me, like, did you hear about this? Like, I don't have social media, dude. Yeah. It took me a week to figure out Kobe died. Like, that's, I remember, yeah, I was talking about He's like, that. I didn't have social – like, I had no idea. You know, yeah. so he's like, did you hear about Kanye? Like, nope. Yeah, what's like, going on with Kanye? Uh, he's like, you moved across the street from Kim and Pete. I'm like, dude, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> it's just – this is not real world, man. Yeah. It's so stupid. No, it is It is funny. I mean, I definitely feel they're, – they're going through some – crazy shit right now so i mean hopefully they get it worked did you ever, out but. did you ever watch or listen to the kanye and joe rogan yeah yeah like the dude's like episode. i think he's actually crazy he is uh what he's he either crazy call? or he's playing everybody he well i think he is definitely crazy. but i mean i think and he would argue that the name one genius that isn't crazy you know is the famous line or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. but <laughs> he had he i think what he has and i think other people have identified it too is he's a non-linear thinker where he is thinking and i and i have it to some That's degree as words. well so what it basically means, so like you and I are having this conversation. I'm thinking about the next things I'm going to say to you. Kanye is having this conversation, right? And I have this to a degree, not as fucking much as he does. No, that's just Tourette's, but man. Just he, he is, random things. But he is thinking of this here. He's thinking of this conversation here. And he's thinking of this conversation. And he's just grabbing. And so like if you watch an interview with Kanye, whether it was that one, he did a Drink Champs one, which was really cool a while back, which it was funny because they just, they just let him talk. Mm-hmm. He like it's very hard for him to at least in these interviews stay I think channeled. to stay on one thing. He will literally be like I'm trying to think. Let me, let me. I just I was just impersonating him. Yeah, macadamia nuts are weird. How about those Cheetos? Like well, it won't even be. A how about it'll be like the macadamia nuts are weird, and that's why the Patriots won't let Kim in the skybox because the skybox peanuts are wrong. The Skybox Peanuts don't want me to run for president. They don't want you to know the truth. They don't want you to know that there are Martians on Jupiter. And like, he'll like, it'll just, can, he'll randomly, can, it'll be like a guy spouting a conspiracy theory in like an AP math class. That was like a Picasso sentence right <laughs> Yeah, there. It's, it's like, it's literally here, like, here, he here, doesn't here. let the one finish. Like, there's never like the, but the what end. about so-and-so? It's literally like, he doesn't even finish the one sentence. It just ends into the next, like middle of the next sentence. And it's crazy. And it's really interesting when you like actually listen to him. Cause he, I think a lot of it, especially when he does public interviews, cause he's so much of his life has been publicized. Yeah. But at the same time, we, we really don't get to, unless it's in his music, like we don't really get to like hear how he really thinks about stuff. And so I think when he is in those public, like he sits down for an interview, I feel like, and I can relate to this in some ways, he thinks that he has to give you everything. So he think, I feel like he feels once. misunderstood. So he's like, I have to give you the entire context of what I'm thinking. Well, I definitely know he doesn't once. know comedy. Like he clearly doesn't know the fish stick stoke joke. Like, well, yeah, he, the, <laughs> he is, well, I feel like too, I don't know. Cause he, him and, uh, he was actually cool with Dave Chappelle. Um, him and Dave Chappelle, he's gone to a bunch of Dave Chappelle shows. He's mm. got to understand some sort of, I don't know. The I just think when he does interviews, it puts him in a bad light because I think he has so much he wants to get across yeah. that he's like trying to get it all across at once. And again, being someone who doesn't think like in a straight line, I think it just comes off as what the fuck are you saying right yeah, now, this bro? He's a lunatic. What's funny if you've ever seen the there's an old Kobe Bryant commercial with Kanye. It's like a Nike commercial. Really? And it yeah, and it's hmm. uh Kobe giving a speech. He's like, you have to be. What did you say? I think I did. he's like, like, was it black and gray? I don't even know what's black and great, but Kanye's in the audience and Kobe's giving a speech and he's like, he's like, 
you have to you have to win more awards and Kanye's like uh, Kobe I've already set all these records he's like you have to break more records and he's like you are you the same animal but a different beast and then Kanye's like what the fuck does that mean Kobe Bryant and it's funny because I feel like Kanye I have is seen that. that co is Kobe Bryant giving that speech you gotta be all a, the time same animal but different beast that's that's totally a Kanye that's a wrote, Kanye, he wrote that he Kanye wrote that. definitely <laughs> told fucking Kobe to say that or something he's like hey man say this it'd be great yeah <laughs> like, what does this mean so just say it it's awesome it's some wild shit I don't know how we got off track but I but, but yeah basically crypto scams don't fucking do it guys if if there's a if yeah. there's something you believe in sure but don't buy something that an influencer tells you to buy. Because they told you to buy it. Fact check it first. Just look into it a yeah. little. Like, do you care? And the other thing, too, if you do not care about crypto, and I don't give a fuck how much people talk about crypto, the only, I forget, I think it's only less than 10% of the population owns any crypto. Hmm. This is for the elite people in the world to scam us. Yeah. This is not for, maybe it will be. Maybe it will be for us eventually. Right now, it is to fucking rip your money from you and give it to them. They'll so just be smart. If you're going to buy something, buy it because you want it. If you don't have any fucking crypto right now, do not because your favorite streamer or your favorite YouTuber tells you to go fucking buy that crypto. Yeah. Do not go buy it for that reason. If you did not already want crypto and already were not into it and you had a coin you were passionate about or whatever, don't fucking buy some dumbass shit because someone tells you to buy oh, it. Oh, for sure. Just stupid, man. So what kind of crypto are you going to tell the people to go after? Yeah, well, we, should, we should come up with <laughs> a little <laughs> detox no, coin those, right here. Yeah, yeah. detox coin. <laughs> come on, man. But that's that's all I got for you guys uh, uh, on the show. Blake, is there is there anything else that you want to get to or that we didn't talk about before we wrap today? No, I, think, I think I'm pretty good here. All right. We, we, I think we, we talked about a lot. We man. covered a lot, man. Yeah. I appreciate having you back, man. It's always great to get to chat. Um, like I said at the beginning, uh, check out the One Batch, Two Batch Outdoors podcast. It's linked down below. Um, Blake does a great job, and he's going to keep coming at you guys with some more episodes, giving you guys more value. Uh, so check that stuff out. I also want to say thank you to everybody who's watching around Spotify. If you watch live tonight, thank you as well. Uh, if you're listening days after, thank you. And also, shout out to our patrons, which will be up on the screen right now. If you're interested in getting access to exclusive content, um, other behind-the-scenes interviews, as well as um, behind-the-scenes to how I make every single one of my songs, uh, mix and mastered, how I record all my music videos. Um, and we even, we just did this wrestling video last week and we've got all the full matches up on there if you're interested cool in that video. stuff. So yeah, fun video to do. Uh, so if you're interested, go to patreon.com slash Darren Rita to check all that stuff out. Um, and one last time, shout out to Kenosha Auto Insurance for sponsoring this episode. This has been the 136th episode of the Detox Podcast. I'm your host, Darren Rita. I'll see you guys next week. Peace.